It's another episode of It's Not Canon. We're very much happy to have you here listening or watching in however you uh, stream and or watch your podcast or listen to them, I should say. We greatly appreciate your feedback and a full-on support. At per, as usual, I am one of two, Big Chase Bank into service. And on today, we do not have Ryan. Uh, he is a little under weather, so if you have any thoughts, prayers, and concerns, feel free to shoot those out there to him. But on today, we have an extra special guest. This gentleman I have known for, I would say, I don't know, maybe 31, going on 32 years of my life, where those first few years, I probably wasn't aware of what was going on in life, but he surely was. This man has been an ideal role model, somebody who I have tried to be like, but I have terrifically failed. But all in all, we have my older brother. I call him Rock. But you all will know him as Chuck, no Norris, but most muscles. What's up, big bro? What's happening, little bro, man? Thanks for having me on here. Excited. Hey, man, very much excited to have you on. Um, thank you. I know uh, you, you you got a lot going on with your time, and please know I am very appreciative of it. Oh, um, so for today, I know, uh, did well, we didn't want to jump right into it, but uh, for all of our listeners, this is basically a follow-up to a conversation me and my brother had where we were just talking a lot about what life can gift you, mm-hmm. what life's purpose can bring you, and overall, what is it that you could look forward to within your overall purpose? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I guess I can start here. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Um Sorry for my tardiness, working overtime, uh, so it's got that done and trying to get the house straightened up. So um, otherwise, I'm feeling great, man. Just, just, just feeling good. Excited about life. Very much so. How um, are you? You know, bro, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I was a little discouraged on today, but you know, your your father happens to to be a very wise man. I asked him for a little bit of encouragement, and the story he gave me was about and sorry i'm paraphrasing here but it was a woman that wanted to swim up a canal to like break a record or something like that Mm -hmm. and while she was swimming it was a bunch of fog out and there was like a life rescue boat that was beside her to in the in in the event that she maybe like fizzled out or struggled or was about to drown potentially that the lifeboat would help her and he had said that she was, she kept going and going and going. Then eventually it got to a point where she had called it off and, and said, no, I'm, I'm done. And she got in the boat. Okay. So after she hopped in a the boat, they started going back to the shore to basically end the, t- the trial or the test or the meter, whatever record she was trying to break. And come to find out she was maybe 50 to a hundred feet away out of that whole entire canal. And it basically he, mentioned to say that no matter what it is that you are in life we are all in the fog mm-hmm. so regardless of where you are in the fog just continue to persist for it and don't give up no matter what it is that you are encountering because at the end of the day we are not alone with this this journey that we're in yeah so 
I thought that was absolutely impactful. And I, <laughs> he ended it by saying, no matter what it is, continue to fight until your absolute last breath. So continue to fight and don't ever give up. Oh, yeah. That's heavy. And also, drop, drop, drop something on me. You're closer to your goal than you think. You know, despite what you might see or despite the obstacles you might face, you're, you're a lot closer than what you think. Oh, no, no, thank, you, thank you for that. That was heavy. Thank you for that. Oh, no, man. He helped me. Thank your father for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to the major plot that I wanted to discuss with you. And I feel like this was a conversation that really helped me out. And that was your your gift in life. Mm -hmm. um, so just for a short amount of anyone that does not know, my brother has to be the greatest drummer on this side of the Jordan that I've ever seen and been able or have the privilege to ever watch him play. So I just think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely favorable that you have been able to do this for literally way back when than I can ever imagine or I can remember. And as I kept thinking about the topic of what we were going to discuss on today, I kept thinking about, well, what is a gift? What is a gift? What is a gift? What is a gift? And I just did a natural um, definition of it. And it showed me that it's a natural ability or talent. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, at what point did you realize that you being a drummer and drumming, it was a gift to you? I think it started, well, I actually didn't realize it younger. Um, I knew I saw uh, my big brother Damon playing, um, our uncle Dusty playing, um, and I knew I wanted to pick up some sticks. But as I got older and I began to look back how I actually got to the point where I met, that's when I knew it was a gift. Um, it was a deacon there by the name of Mr. Earl. The way he taught me how to play drums was so un unorthodox. He said, you hit the snare drum when the choir claps, then you hit the bass drum immediately after that. That was my that was my first lesson. And from then, God just like implanted something in me. And 36 years later, it just flourished and it's continuing to flourish. So I didn't realize until I got older and just kind of, you know, start moving around in high school, playing in different churches. Then I just sat back. I said, wow, I God has truly blessed me with a gift. You know, so it didn't hit me till later until, I, you know, I got older and just kind of started reflecting back on, you know, the things I have done and, you know, and, and got excited for what was coming. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, I wrote down something that kind of spoke out to me after I thought back to our um, com previous conversation mm -hmm. and something that I that kind of triggered. This was something I saw in high school mm -hmm. and I wrote down that talent with no effort is wasted opportunity. And when you pour effort into your talent, then you have a means for limitless growth. Mm. Right. So I feel like a lot of people can try to jump on a drum set and just play. Mm -hmm. But what do you feel brings out the passion in it when you are actually on a drum set? I think for me, um, just the love. It, I kind of take it back to, uh, you know, how we are with sports. You show up to those practices, those two-a-days. Um, you're putting sweat in. You got bloody hands, bloody mouth, busted lips. But you continue to get out there for the love. And 
when you truly have love for something, and I truly love the drums. I tell y'all, you know, I tell you all the time. I I started um, referring to myself as a professional drummer. You know, I look at I I watch a lot of musicians. I'm like, man, I'm not them, but I am them. You know, you, you know, you know. I tell you all the time, your words are powerful. If you continue to tell yourself what you're not, you're you're not gonna be that. So just the love. You know, I'm all, I'm tired. I'm working overtime. Then you know the family. I still would get to that drum set at least once a week, and I'm putting in two or three hours just for the love. It's it's fun for me. It's exciting for me to kind of explore different options on the drums. So I think just the love for what I do and the appreciation for the gift I have just keeps me motivated. You know, on, on a week to week, day to day basis. I mean, I touch sticks in some form or fashion. Almost every day, I got sticks by the bed. I might just get up and put the metronome on and hit the pillow. You know what I mean? Because it's just embedded in me. It's just something I just I love to do. So, therefore, the drive just continues to grow. So, do you think that's, like, transferable for people who necessarily don't know their gift yet? Should they continuously do something until they find something that they love? Do you think that's kind of like the the formula to find out what it is your specific that person's specific gift is because a lot of people go through life with saying like well i don't know what it is that i'm good at absolutely i i think it's uh, for a lot of people you know it is trial and error you know i think whatever you do you should um put your your best foot forward always put put your full effort in because you never know you be like, oh man this this works for me I, I i i'm learning to love this the more i do it but if you kind of have a uh i'm gonna test it out i'm not gonna really put 100 percent into it you'll never really find your, your 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 purpose or your passion you know whatever you do in life even at work you know um work could be stressful but how we were brought up you always put forth 120 percent, no matter how you feel and if you could put 120 percent into a job I think you should you should be able to put two hundred fifty percent into yourself, into your personal growth, into the into the things you love. So absolutely, everything you're doing, whether it's um, you enjoy cooking, I, I'm pretty sure you 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 in there, you loving it, you trying different things, right? If that's what you love to do, put one hundred fifty percent into it. Why not? You know, we do it in other areas, we don't even realize it. No, that makes total sense because uh, yeah, that makes total sense. In retrospect, especially considering, like, I'm sure that, like, it is a huge percentage of Americans that feel like they hate their jobs or not necessarily feeling it. It is good to go each day with the thought process of I'm not working for this job. I'm letting this job work for me. Absolutely. So when you continue to do that and um, you continue to have a, a, a good um I guess Aurora and Aroma about yourself, what mm-hmm. you put out is what you attract. Yep. So like if you're gonna continuously you you could work a sugar honey iced tea job and continuously get get good uh, uh feedback, mm-hmm. good uh cosplay from it, good good just all around good vibes from it. And yep. you we never know where that could potentially lead you. Absolutely. You know, um I'm a true believer of saying that like everything that we encounter on a daily basis, or even if it is on a professional basis where we are working our nine to five jobs outside of our own dreams, Mm -hmm. that truly does prepare us for what it is that we're going to encounter when we get to a certain point within either working for ourselves or partnering with partnering with somebody to create something larger. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think, a lot about how you work your regular 95, nine to five is going to 
kind of dictate how far you will go if you have those aspirations to start our own business or chase a chase a gift or a dream. If you if you have a if you have lack of work ethic at, at work, that speaks a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because people who own their own business, they have to work twice as hard as we do because they have to make sure that business is flowing in order for the in income to come. So if, if you if you're lazy now, how are you gonna run your own business? Or if you have no drive now, how are you gonna run your own business? You know? Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I forgot who it was, but I heard this interview, and basically this guy was like, um, he missed the days where he worked for somebody else because he would go from like nine to five at five o'clock, he could close the computer, he's done. Mm -hmm. Versus when he had eventually launched his own job, he had realized that outside of nine to five, the clock doesn't start, stop. Like it, this continues to keep going because if nobody does this, if I don't do it, then it does not get done. Exactly. So it is, you know, there's, it's, it's not as easy as everyone thinks it is. And, you know, how you display yourself professionally in your regular nine to five is also of a, a, a foreshadowing of how, what your leadership still is going to be like whenever you do launch your own thing. Um, dude, you got to lead by example at all times. Thanks. That, that that shouldn't stop in my opinion that's that should be a way of life you know um and it's funny because even when i play when i play where at whatever church i'm always there 30 minutes early for uh for rehearsals i'm there 30 minutes early for uh the service um i know my music i'm very personable you know and all that that translates into your business if you show up late for your your nine to five you're gonna show up late for your for your personal business, right? So everything is transferable. You might not be able to see it right now, but those skills that you develop in that 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 habit of getting up early. I gotta be at work at six. I may be up at four, four thirty-five, shower, get my mind together. That should be your mindset for your for your your gifts too. You know, you should be putting in just as much time studying whatever it may be. If you if your passion is real estate. You know, you should have real estate all, all up and down your Google uh, recent searches. Mm -hmm. If you uh, want to be a professional chef, you know, what you just take in and what you download into your spirit comes out. So if you want to be an entrepreneur, you ain't did no research on entrepreneurship. How's that going to work? You know? Yeah. Uh, dude, I never forgot when we watched Drumline those years ago. It was a, what did Dr. Lee say? If you're 15 minutes early, you on time. Yeah. And if you're on time, you're late. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely remember that, man. And just, I feel like that was something also our parents instilled too. Like, I do not know or cannot recall a time that Charles E. Woodruff Sr. was ever late to anything. Always on time. Always on time, man. Like, never late to school. Nothing, no, nothing ever. Yep. Like, if there was a family reunion that we had, he was probably what, like the first person down there, easily, easily. Then cut the grass, like yep. And 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 I know Ryan's a silent listener, but this 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 wasn't just like a normal line of grass that he would cut. Like this was a push mower, and and my grandma and granddad had acres heels, like, yes, pushed and just like the whole entire never complain. He might have had like maybe a glass of water the entire time and push mower everything like i don't know he was an ex-marine for anybody who doesn't know and that 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 right there that he's just, i don't get it he he, that, the house built different he, his mindset is just like 
iron, man. <laughs> He's built way different, bro. Yeah, uphill too, yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> Whew, those are the days. Those are the days. Um, but uh previous uh in our previous conversation, I did write something down that you had said, and it really, really resonated and stuck with me. And that was you had said bloom where you are planted. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who doesn't already understand what that means, but can you elaborate a little bit more for those listeners for Bloom Where You Are Planet? Absolutely. Um, so I had to, it spoke volumes to me because, you know, sometimes I struggle with my music. Um, I look at other musicians or drummers, like I'm not there or I won't be there, right? I believe every situation that you're in, you're put there for a purpose. You're always in a season. So what that means is whatever season you're in, blossom, bloom, learn, grow, take in what you're supposed to take in in that season. You might be you might be at your job fighting for a promotion, right? You can't get the promotion, but maybe it's not your season for a promotion. Maybe there's something you need to a little bit more you got to learn in that role that you're in now. You know, some people might they they might kill their 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 um I guess you can say your, your, your plants or whatever your, your your tree, what you're planting. You can sometimes kill it not being being too anxious and not really learning or being grateful for where you're at too. You can choke you can choke out your your, your garden not being happy. So wherever situation or wherever moment you are in in life, man, uh, take care of your your harvest. You know, blossom, learn. You know, learn learn your seasons. You know, you know how it is tending to a field when it's if it's cold, you can't you can't plant nothing, right? So maybe that's not the time to 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 be be planting. You know, you can be tending to the soil or what. However, but wherever wherever situation you are in life, blossom. No, that totally makes sense. Like I feel like three things definitely just jumped out to me when you said different seasons. So like your season to sow or to extend mm-hmm. your seeds out there. You know, to mm-hmm. make sure that you get out there um, and you are. I wouldn't say overextend yourself, but mm-hmm. you're making yourself aware and also you're um i would say showing yourself to the world or the environment or wherever it is that you are subject to that way you become more or less uh you adapt to it absolutely right then you say your season of growth so after you made your adaptation to that particular environment you take in of uh, where there's the nutrients that you are now sitting inside of. So you gain whatever knowledge, whatever that uh, particular skill path or um, all around life cycle of what it is that you have to succeed at. You mm-hmm. further get it from there so you can continue to grow. Then from there, you have your season to build. So you build on the skills and the essentials that he have you have already cultivated. So therefore, you become out more um, stronger and healthier in a sense and then lastly you have your season of reap where you reap the benefits of everything that you have put down to do so yep and there are no skipping of those steps you probably had a few in there but for ultimately overall if you truly 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 want to i would say succeed and i don't know a new environment new workforce Feel free to take your time. Nothing ever happens overnight. Nope. And it's funny you said that because everyone wants to reap, but don't want to sow. They want they don't want to cultivate. They don't, they don't want they want to 
they want to just put the seed down and get the fruit from it. Don't work like that, you know. And I'm learning that too mm-hmm. in my everyday life. You know, the season, every season I'm in, I'm I'm learning to embrace it. Just being patient, asking for more patience, and just embracing whatever moment I'm in. Every day I wake up like, okay, what the what is today gonna bring, and what lessons can I pull from it? You know, like I'm learning it too. But I think this this everybody, everyone want to get to Z. They want to skip from A to Z, and you know, I'm learning too. You gotta just kind of follow the process, take the steps, you know? Yeah. It, it's funny because, every, like you said, everybody wants to get from from 0% to 98. Yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of like flying a plane. Like, we hop on a, a flight, and you can go from, I don't know, from here to New Orleans, for example. We're in the Chicagoland area. Um, best piece in the world, by the way. Um, Hands absolutely. <laughs> best piece in the world. I said it again. <laughs> but uh you can hop in the plane and go from here to new orleans and it's a quick flight you get there quicker mm-hmm. you get to enjoy your trip quicker and so on and so forth versus if you were to take a road trip from here to new orleans you are truly able to see all the different um terrains the different you get to embrace all the different kinds of uh temperatures and also what all is put inside of this world or even in this country that we are subject to. And we can miss a lot of that. Or you are even able to see what the bowl actually looks like when you're driving up and through New Orleans. Like, yeah. We're from the Midwest. So we see nothing but flat. We don't see mountains. We don't see none of that. So for us to be able to see mountains or a different kind of swamp or drive over that stupid, huge, long bridge that takes you to NOLA all, all, all over water is like we are really able to skip over a lot of things that are truly beautiful and we tend to overlook it. Yeah. So I feel like that definitely plays into us wanting to get from A to Z or zero to 98 super quick where we truly need to just appreciate the overall process. Yep. And embrace it. Yep. Exactly. Because like the rag can give us. What did we learn on a week to week basis? Mm-hmm. Like, where did I grow from here to there? Like baby steps. Yep. Like, there's no such thing as an overnight celebrity. There's no such thing as overnight success. Everything is literally planned and executed steps. Yep. Um. Also, you you hinted on it um, earlier too about the similarities, and I, I see similarities with different. With uh, athletes, musicians, and artists. Mm-hmm. And the way I see the similarities is I feel like with those three um, particular individual groups, those are individuals who are able to depict really quickly if their heart is into whatever they're doing very quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just, what you was being a musician. How can you tell, well, if your heart is not into you playing that day, is there like a certain ritual or a certain course of action that you go through to maybe like, all right, I'm here. Let me be here. How do you center that? Oh, yeah. So for me, I feel like that on several occasions, you know, some days getting up at seven in the morning, you just not not there, you know. So for me, it's kind of like a, a reset button I have to press. I just kind of go back um, at the sound check. I might just go to my car, sit down, bro, and do a quick meditation prayer and just kind of reset and and remember the reason why I'm here. You know, the God designed me for this. You know, some days you already know, even in the um, 
NBA, NFL players, they might have off days. They might not just be there, but they continue to push through. And you mentioned this earlier, effort. You know, I might not be the best musician I want to be right now, but you know when you come to me, I'm going to put forth the best effort. I'm going to provide the energy, the passion every time. So I remember all that. Like, why am I here? For my love, for my love, for my gift. And I got to go back and reset, you know? Just, I might listen to some totally different music. I might put on some fusion. This is my one of my favorite genres named Larnell Lewis. He got an album and he covers so many genres, but the music is so inspiring. I listened to the first song and got amped and went to service and had a great service. So I kind of found, had to kind of find my niche, meditate, listen to some different music. Sometimes I have to cut, cut the music we're playing off like 20 minutes and listen to something different. Then my whole mentality kind of switches. Uh-huh. All right. Um, it, it definitely makes sense because I know some people and for example, like I, I use a football player. Mm-hmm. Some people actually love football or basketball. They they love the game. Some people you just have you could just tell have a love for the game mm-hmm. versus others. You could tell they have a love for money or exactly or the fame and they don't too much. They're, they're just having to be good at basketball and or football or the game. Oh, absolutely. And it's crazy because you could tell who some of those individuals are based off of how they function in the offseason. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I underlined it specifically was like the offseason. So I heard T.I. say something along the lines of stay ready. You never have to get ready. Mm-hmm. So what, in your opinion, does an offseason look like for a musician? Well, for me, um, me personally, like I told you, I don't right now. I don't have access. We stay in a townhome. We don't have a basement. So for me, I don't have access to my drum set. So um, I have to listen to my music. I might not play like to, I don't play to the end of the month this year, right? I've been listening to my music since the top of the month. I have music in my ears. I'm practicing the songs. Even if I'm not playing on Sunday, I'm in Westchester twice a week practicing. I practice, practice, practice. There's no, like you said, there's no off season. What if uh, one of my brothers called me? Hey, can't cover me. I need you to go here and play tonight, right? Mm-hmm. If I ain't practicing two weeks, you know, you, you lose your edge. You lose some of your precision. So there's no such thing as off season. Even when, you do, even when you're not playing, you should be playing. And it's like an NBA player, football player, a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Even if he's not in season, I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes throwing that ball every day, even though they're not playing. He's, he's getting some reps in. I'm sure we know Jordan did. Jordan uh, slept in that gym. Cole did. LeBron mm-hmm. does. There's no such thing as an offseason. You know? Even when you're not necessarily in the season, you're still in a season. You know Exactly. So it's kind of like a muscle memory of also always staying in shape. Yeah. Um, what it is that needs. Okay, okay, okay. Because you said, what, what does it mean to be precise as a drummer? You said precision. So I've been uh, one of my favorite drummers. I went to his um, clinic. And that's being accurate. So for for people for the listeners who don't know, so I play with a metronome. So metronome is pretty much a timekeeping machine. So it sounds like a a beep in your ear, like top, top, top. So to whatever song I'm playing to, each song has a tempo. So if the song is 100 BPMs, you got a metronome going at 100 BPMs in your ear. This is what I hear in my left ear. So for me, I want to work on being in sync with that because my job as a drummer is to keep the band in time. So for me, precision is I sit with the metronome and just play a straight beat for about 25 minutes, 200 bars, whatever. Um, 
if I'm doing a drum feel, I practice my drum feels. I might practice the same drum feel for, let's say, 10 minutes at, at different speeds just so I can be accurate. So when I'm on stage, everything's real nice and neat from a drummer's uh, standpoint. So how you work on position is cutting the metronome on, spending time, just a lot of repetition when I'm playing. Just like when you first learn how to play, do a left-hand layup. You stand, you stand on the basket, left hand. You shoot the left hand, right? Then you might add the right foot in to get the get the rhythm. Then you might take two steps back, a two-dribble left-hand layup. But it's the small things. You know, you don't go out there and go for 360 dunk. If you can't, if you can't lay the ball over with your left hand, you're not a very precise player. You know, you're not a very complete player. So it's, it's kind of the same concepts um, as a musician. I work on being a complete drummer. Certain things, my left hand, getting my left hand stronger. So when I'm on, when I'm playing, you know, everything comes back full circle. You know, it's very polished, it's very clean. So when I say precision for me, that's what, you know, that's what I meant by that. Got to crawl before you walk. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And just, this is, I feel like kind of a slight redundant question because there's a follow-up question to this one. Okay. And it is, if you could go back in time, how would you have additionally poured into your gift? Oh, that's a good one. I always say it all the time. I wish, wish, wish I was stayed in jazz band in high school. I was so basketball heavy back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize the opportunity I had to really grow as a musician. I really wish I would have stuck with that and got that aspect and also did the marching band. Again, I was I try out, then it's like, oh, basketball, basketball's here. And I just throw it by the wayside. So if I could go back and tell myself, man, stay here, learn this music, learn the concept, get on that marching band, learn. Because it's, it's so many things I'm teaching myself now that I could have, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just looking at some of the stuff I could have uh, absorbed back then. So that's one thing I would have done. Noted. Um, Because I, 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 reason I brought that up, I feel like in life we have like those shoulda, coulda, woulda moments. Mm-hmm. And... It's hard. I feel like it's hard for some of us as humans to differentiate those shoulda, coulda, woulda moments versus beating yourself up. Oh, yeah. And taking that as an opportunity to growth and instead reflect on it to say, okay, you know, where can I still grow from here? Because where we are is not where we're going to end up at. Right. No, we're still all a work in progress. You know, and we still have way far to go. So it's kind of like one of those things of like, okay, if I didn't take advantage of that, then what can I do now to better position myself to move forward? Absolutely. And um, because I know I brought this up before, but for some of the listeners, it was a interview that uh, for all of my low key fans or that have watched the first season. The old school Loki that had the actual cape on, like the whole old school look of the the the, the green and the the yellow helmet, all that stuff. The old school guy that actually played that Loki, his father actually mentioned to him that he should give up on acting, and he told his father he was not going to give up on his passion and his gift, and he eventually landed that role as Loki and somehow became the fan favorite for that show. So. I was just thinking, like those shoulda, coulda, woulda moments. Are the, those are actually times of could we have done better? Yeah, but it's still not for us to beat ourselves up because we still have we we still have like a long, long airway to go. Absolutely, 
absolutely. Even even that, like I'm teaching myself now, is a little bit more difficult um, uh-huh. because it's uncomfortable. And that's one thing I learned from this other drummer. Um, he was saying he doesn't like when, when it comes to your gift. And this applies to life as well. If you're learning a business, you don't understand something. First thing we say is hard. No, it's not hard. It's uncomfortable because it's something out of our, our, our normal space. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm kind of pushing myself out of my comfort zone and learning this stuff now. Now I have to be more organized. I have a family. I work, right? Mm-hmm. So now what it looks like to me is I have to be very organized. I got a planner now. I write stuff down. Like I, I might have to study 30 minutes on reading sheet music or uh, another 30 minutes on, I don't know, good proper technique, just throwing something out there. So now when I when I do learn it, I appreciate it much more. And I'm thinking about now that you said that, had I stayed in jazz band, I might not um might not have been as appreciative as I as I could be or you know, or would be at this moment in life. Nice. Okay. Um I, I just think it's like really impactful for us also to encourage others mm-hmm. to who are also kind of like on the same walks of life in those early development stages to hey move forward you could do this because i feel like we can sometimes be major crabs in a barrel where we don't want to see the next person succeed and we're always trying to tear the next person down versus saying you know hey it's okay this is how i dealt with that and this is my means of moving forward and trying to assist you with your development yep um i guess you i also from other things like what do you dis- discover or no- note as your opportunity for growth so that definitely includes your um <laughs> means of <laughs> moving forward <laughs> no <laughs> go <laughs> okay go for your walk <laughs> All right. So that being said, <laughs> um, real quick too, just word a word of encouragement. Fear is a mother. Fear will will will, will, will stop you from um, trying something different. It'll stop you from starting that business. I did that for years. I was scared to play. I'm like, I'm not good enough. Fear and doubt, whatever it is. And and now in, in social media world is so much pressure and, and worry to I'm a, do I fail and am, 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 am I gonna get ridiculed if I don't succeed in this? Man, f them, <laughs> f them. That's my mentality now. I used to be scared to post stuff. I don't care anymore. People there, there's gonna be people who like it. There's gonna be people who grow from what I'm doing. I'm I I think it's I might think it's oh man this is this is redundant or. This is useless. There's somebody out there watching who can learn from you. So don't be scared to take that step out there. You fall. Only only thing you you failing is just teaching you how to fall and get back up. That's all it is. Yeah. You only fail if you don't. If you decide to not get back up, that's when you're a failure. When if you if you fail in life, that doesn't constitute a failure. If you stop and give up, or don't even take the first step, you know. So. It's crazy. I, I, fear, fear is crazy, but once you fight through that fear and just take that first step, I swear to you, it's 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 it's, it's a whole new world to kind of open up to you, so to speak. You know? Yeah. It's funny you said that too, because I also feel like 
you could live with fear, but don't let fear prevent you from living. Oh yeah, heavy. Because you could still tr- choose to move forward. Like mm-hmm. it could be one of those things that propel you forward because you know it could be all right. Let me choose to move forward, or I know I won't go this route because I know it will lead down there. Instead of letting fear constrict me, I'm gonna let it. Um, actually, I'm gonna add it as fuel to the fire, so I know how to move forward and how to move applicably and accordingly. Um, what was it that we used to say? Fear causes hesitation. The hesitation causes your greatest fears to come true. Yep. So I just feel like that's definitely a thing that it truly does. Yeah. It's just that that one split second when you hesitate. That could be your moment of actually taking a jump or being scared to do so. Yep. Because we don't know. You could jump and fall or you could jump and fly. Yeah. And it all depends on that initial leap. Um, And I feel like when we get to this 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 last portion we could um wrap it up a little bit here mm-hmm. is what do when when you think about purpose for life what i, I that that differs from everybody because everybody's at a different walk in a different stage of life mm-hmm. and i feel like that's kind of like one of the things where we could ask like oh well what would you like to eat today eh, i don't know i can go how that and go here it, it just differs and it depends right but for where you are and what all you have encountered thus far, where do you feel as if like your purpose lies with life? Right now, my purpose is um, number one, pouring into and leading my family, my wife and my kids. Right. That's where I'm kind of at. That's that's the biggest purpose and the bi- biggest motivating factor for me. Um, and secondly, it's continuing to pour and minister through my music. Um Every day, every time I play at the church, Parkview, it's, it's, it's crazy. So many people are just so moved by, you know, my playing, my spirit. And it's not me at all, right? It's God. But that's my purpose. That's why I said uh, just bloom where you're planted. That's why I'm planted. I'm there to, to minister to do my music. I'm there to touch somebody. Somebody might get touched or might get, get moved from my playing. Mm-hmm. So that's my purpose right now, just staying where I'm at. Pouring into my family, pouring into my ministry, you know what I mean, at, at that church. So that's kind of my purpose. Solid. That's absolutely solid. I like, uh, <laughs> I love the fact that you put your family first. Yeah, absolutely. Family first mentality. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll get there one day. <laughs> real soon. Real soon. <laughs> uh, so, you know, all right. Uh, I was funny because whenever i thought about purpose i always wrote down or always came back to this this uh this phrase where i would say i i feel like i was here to well for right now when i'm on my stage i guess you could say three things the first one is to i've always stuck to creating opportunity and promoting change okay i feel like that stuck with me i still have no idea how i'm gonna do that actually i think i have an idea we'll get around to that later (laughs) and then the second one, I feel like I, I just realized this maybe a year or two ago, and that is to spread positivity. Mm. Like I, I don't know why. I just, I, I felt like it was a hindrance because I just used to feel so happy all the time, or I just yeah. used to smile all the time, and I just thought like, well, maybe something's wrong with me. But I've really realized that sometimes it's just what maybe the entire world needs, or I just need yeah. it for myself. 
Absolutely. You know, in down moments, I just find myself smiling and I used to think I was weird or I was like, I don't know, crazy. But no, I just realized that I just like to smile in the face of adversity and I'm going to continue to do that. And then the last one is I'm going to be a loving husband. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that today. (laughs) Um. Did you, I know we could go ahead, uh, we're just about at time. Did you have any final thoughts for any of the listeners in reference to finding your gift or pouring into it or being the best version of yourself? Yes. Um, if you're looking for or, or trying to find your purpose in life, again, be open. You have to try things and, and don't allow fear to prevent you from doing that. Um, pour into it. Whatever it is, like I mentioned earlier, always put 100% into it. Um, Study it, breathe it, sleep it, eat it, you know, whatever that purpose is. So don't allow fear and whatever it is, attack it head on at 120%. Solid. Um, And brother, I just want to say thank you for your time. I know that you are a very busy man. So I just want to say thank you. As always, you are a terrific and absolutely emphatically amazing brother. I truly appreciate everything that you have done. Um, I feel like I tell this to everybody, but I feel like growing up, I'm like, you were my biggest op. I'm like, why can't I ever beat this man in the fight? <laughs> <laughs> Lost every single one of them. But it was weird because when you went to college, it was like, it was I, I don't know what it was, but maybe it was like a, a, a switch that clicked for the both of us. Yeah. It was like, you left, and I'm like, yo, I miss my older brother. And, you know, when I actually got down there with you, I felt like you, that, that it was your first stint actually being a father without being a father. Yeah. Because I can't tell you the amount of times that you had my back, and I just wanted to be there for you some way, shape, form. Never knew how that was going to turn out, but I had my one time where it happened. But um, if anyone's wondering, yes, I am the stereotypical little brother (laughs) and I am proud of it because I have the dopest older brother and I will fight anybody to say I have the best one. Appreciate you. Likewise, man. You already know. Thank you. Um, Last little tidbit before we end out. Everybody who is listening, just know you are built for what it is that you are going through. Whatever the opposition is that is opposing you right now, it is not here to stop you but it is here to build on what you are making great. So thank you all to every single person that has either downloaded, that has decided to listen in on any one of our episodes. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody. Stay prosperous, stay perseverant, and stay powerful. Thank you all, and have a fantastic day.